What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. What the heck is going on here? CDP, what's going on? One, two, three, uh. It's a DDT! That was a pretty hard shot. DDT! One, two, decided to uh, microwave his dinner as the show was starting yep. so to add a new layer he'll be eating the entire course of the show it'll get nasty by the end of it but well no you're just gonna keep eating just gotta keep eating through yeah. the whole damn thing yeah just keep getting microwaving how many you got in the freezer you got enough to last you probably no no this is I think this is the last one okay I'll say you probably need about ten. Oh, so, man Tell me the menu here. What do we got? I got uh, El Monterey brand beef enchiladas. That is like... beans. Is that like a red and white logo? It sure is. Here, I'll show you the box. Yeah, I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. You know, you, you see, you've seen these guys at your local grocery store, El Monterey. Oh, yep, yep, I've seen those. So which one is it? And It's the Signature Series. Wow. <laughs> El Monterey Signatures. Find it in the Frozen section. Damn, the, they're all-time favorites. Oh, yeah. Well, shit, they're good enough. This is this is a TV dinner staple for me. Okay. So what Instead you... of cooking with short shorts, it's TV dinners with Jeffrey here. Yeah, enchiladas. What, you got a little rice there? Yeah, rice and beans. Here, I'll show you the finished product. It's a TV dinner, mind you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how it looks every time. <laughs> looks like some slop on the right, sectioned off with rice and beans on the left. Yeah. You just, you just go to Sloth Town like a pig. That's it. How long did that take to whip up? Five minutes. 
You know how long five minutes is, though, when you got a half-hour lunch and there's some total jerk-off who's going to microwave, like, a frozen fucking uh, king-size chicken pot pie that takes, like, 15 minutes in the microwave and you just want to, ooh, you want to injure this man. Yeah. Like, what is he doing? Why is he doing this? Like, this is this microwave is for reheating leftovers. Okay? I, I, I'm just... I hate a communal microwave to begin with because then your TV oh. dinner tastes like their different ethnic cuisine. Yeah, they're fucking like all, tilapia. All of Monterey tastes like sweet and sour chicken. Yeah, tastes like yellow curry and then broccoli. The yep. fart smell. Uh, there, there's always, there's always going to be some sort of ramen noodle type of uh, eater at the uh, communal lunch. At the work lunch, someone's always eating ramen noodle. Yep. Some, noodles, some, whatever it may be. Someone's making it. Somebody reheats their lemon tilapia. It's yeah. It's terrible. Oh, goodness. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's microwave. That's a microwave minute. Okay, brought to you by Jeff. That's a new segment we got. <laughs> I, I can do a couple installments of that for sure. Yeah. I, I've been through the the ropes with the TV dinner. I'm trying to get away from the TV dinner, but it's so fucking convenient. Like this bite right here, Eric. Oh, I just spilled some cheese on my phone. Yep, <laughs> you sure did. That's your microwave minute. Yep, that's your microwave minute. Uh, slap, Jeff, did you hear about... We gotta get right into the fact that um, Retribution did some unmasking last night. Really? Yeah. And not so much interesting as the names, but the the new names that they received. Oh, name changes. Yeah. So, the, a couple of these were going around, like people predicted most of all of these, so... I never mentioned on the podcast because... It's just, it's nonsense, Jeff, but... It is, it is nonsense. It's yeah. all Mark speculation. Yeah, but Dominic uh, Dijakovic, or how do you pronounce his name? Dijakovic? Yeah. That dude. XT? Yep. And then uh, the taller black guy is uh, Dio Madden. Remember him? That name sounds familiar. Yeah, he was, uh, he was on Raw commentary with that skinny white boy for like a month. You remember that weird era? It was like, uh, I don't know. He was like, are we talking recently? Yeah, recently, real recently. Like you, it was a very short period of time. Uh, the guy like reminded me of you. Remember the ECW guy, uh, BJ Styles, I think, or something. <laughs> uh, AJ Styles, yeah. No, no, no. The, we always call him BJ Styles, though. So. No, the the announcer guy. Did I just say AJ Styles? Yeah. We're both wrong. BJ Styles is a fictional character you made up when we were children. Yeah. AJ Styles is a wrestler, but it's, it's Joey Styles. Yeah, Joey Styles. He, he was... I'm a fucking old man. I just said, nope, you're wrong. It's AJ Styles with 100% confidence. <laughs> yeah. As I eat my TV slop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh... So he like he was like a white dude that had his kind of feel. You don't remember this era? Not particularly. I mean, I know I get pissed off at the commentary, but it's been a revolving door of crap ever since JR left. 
No, I mean, like, this is, like, recently, like, within a year. This is, like, after after Renee got the boot. And then uh, they, they sent Corey over to SmackDown. And then Byron just took a seat. Byron and uh, Phillips were just on the shelf. And it was Dio Madden and this, this guy, this other guy. But anyway, Dio Madden's one of them. And then uh, the other guy is Shane Thorne. I don't know that fool. Shane Thorne. I don't know that fool. <laughs> um, that name also sounds familiar, but yeah, probably just another uh, NXT cat. Like I feel like he was part of the um, uh, one faction in NXT. Uh, Nexus, not, undis- not undisputed era, but like whoever like Champa rolled with. Who did Champa roll with? Um, I don't know. Oh well, I'm terrible. My NXT knowledge is just god awful. Yeah, and then the two girls were uh, Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez. Okay, I, I reckon I know both of them. So that's the five. But anyway, so they have a match later on with the Hurt Business. I, I believe this is your main event. Um, they open the show with the revealing, and then I think... Uh, I don't know. I think I think the might have been the main event. But anyway, it was Hurt Business uh, versus uh, Retribution. And wait till you hear these names. This is going to blow your mind. Okay, Dio, Dio Madden is now known as Mace. Oh my god. Mace. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Dijakovic. Dijakovic is now T-Bar. <laughs> Which, wait, wait, say that one again? Yeah, that one doesn't even make sense. T-Bar. Not T-Mart. Not T-Bone. Not T-Pain. Not T-Pain, but T-Bar. T-Bar. Like, why not T... I mean, if you're going to be rolling out names like this, why isn't he T-Bone? Is T-Bar another name for, like, Crowbar? Or, yeah, Crowbar? Not Crowbar, uh... A pry Bar? I've never heard of anything called a T-Bar. Okay. It sounds like it's a... Gonna, I mean, it, it, it makes a T, you know? Yeah, it sounds like a Johnson Rod. Yeah, it, it is a Johnson Rod. With it's, a different name. It's, That's all it is. Yeah, it's just something somebody made up. The T-Bar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we got Mace and we got T-Bar. Now, uh, what's his name? Shane Thorne. Wait till you hear this one. Shane Thorne, now known as Slapjack. Slapjack? Slapjack. Oh, Slapjack. That's even... Oh, my God. Yeah, I, Flapjack would have been funny if he was fat as fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if Otis was part of this faction, I would name him Flapjack. Yeah. Yeah. But Slapjack. Slapjack. <laughs> I'm Slapjack. That, that, that sounds like an eight-year-old made it. Yeah. How did that get through the, the boardroom? I'm, I'm Slapjack. It doesn't quite fit in with the other two, either. You got Mace, T-Bar, and Slapjack. Slapjack. What do they call you, kid? They call me Slapjack. Like you, you can't. I've been cutting promos for like the last eight hours, trying to come up with a way to make Slapjack badass, and I can't do it. Um, 
So yeah, Wait, slapjack. Get in the ring with Slapjack. Yeah. Slapjack. And who, who's known as Slapjack? Shane Thorne? Shane Thorne. Slapjack. They call me Slapjack. Slapjack Johnson. What did uh, Jack Johnson sing? Slapjack Johnson? What did he sing? Jack Johnson? Yeah, he had some stupid shit. He was a toe-tapping acoustic guy that would play uh, his yeah. guitar in the park. That type Fuck of yeah. guy. Just singing songs and having his voice sound pretty. Yeah. And <laughs> that type of shit. Oh, yeah, he was wearing a trucker hat and a shell necklace. Yeah, absolutely. Sandals and, um, like, those those ballooning cargos. I don't even know what those are called. They're, like, very... They're, like, not cargo pants, but they're, they're khaki-colored, and they're they're poofy and flowing. Oh, I've seen the poofy, flowing <laughs> pants. They're, like, Aladdin pants. Yeah, he's basically wearing a set of Aladdin pants and a Vaughn Dutch hat, and he's singing stupid songs about sitting on the porch and stuff. Yeah, man, Jack Johnson, uh... Slap it's no, Slapjack really Johnson. It's Slapjack Johnson. No, Slap Slapjack Johnson sounds like a baseball player. An old baseball player, Slapjack yeah. Johnson. Yeah, uh... Pay for the Cincinnati Reds. Brooklyn Dodgers. Pay for the Dodgers. <laughs> Slapjack Johnson. Slapjack, man. Coming up next... Slapjack Johnson. <laughs> slapjack, Slapjack, Nickel, Jack Nicholson. So, so, do the ladies have new names too? Uh, I didn't get to watch this because it just probably just now got posted. Uh, but I am reading this off the internet, and the internet has only given me the guys' names because they were the only ones in the match. I got gotcha. you. So they probably did. I'm sure they do. Let's see. We got Mia Yim. Uh-oh. I'm kind of scared of what they did to her. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and, and Mercedes Martinez. I'm a little yeah. concerned. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little worried. But yeah, I can't even believe those names, dude. I've been I've been cutting uh, Slapjack promos all day. <laughs> Mace. Yeah, Vince. Like, how does this... Like, Vince likes this shit? It must be his old ass. It's got to be an old motherfucker. Yeah, so I'm completely out of touch with the the happenings on the streets, man. Um, this this whoever wrote this, I'm looking at the CBS Sports uh, article here, Jeff, for this info. Okay. And uh, well, let me just read. Let me just hold on. Let's get this guy's name. We we'll credit him. How's the meal going? Are you done? No, I've been munching. I know, it's adding a whole other layer to the show. It's delicious. Is it really good? <laughs> you can let this... Most TV dinners you can't let sit out. We're going on 5-10 minutes here. It's fine. Just as delicious. It's all good, man. Yeah. Uh, Brent Brookhouse. Okay. Brent Brookhouse writes... It's a brook. There's simply no... No, that's a good one. (laughs) There's simply no way around how bad Retribution's presentation was. The promos they cut through the night were not good by any measure. The strange Batman villain Bane-style masks, and most importantly, the goofy and wholly awful names 
were all dings to what should have been Retribution's biggest night. Then, having the match end in DQ via a single punch from one of the match participants just deflated any last bit of interest from an angle that ran for a full three hours of the show. Retribution is looking more and more like an angle that, beyond being able to be savage, salvage, Jeff, it's done. Brooke, or whatever that guy's name was, he called it. Fuck him. He wrote that like a true mark. Yeah, he marked that motherfucker. I mean, this guy... I mean, I don't even have to describe what this guy looks like. like <laughs> he, he, he looks exactly like everybody looks. Okay. Speaking of that, Eric, I, I, I know what you mean, but at the same time, I was listening to uh, Bamani Jones... His podcast on uh, ESPN. He's a, he's an intelligent guy for anyone who doesn't. Yeah, check doesn't out both. He, he gives you a very smart insight, and uh, he was talking about the most diverse group of uh, Americans among football fans. Like the most diverse team's fan base is the Dallas Cowboys fan base. Yes. But then he said right after that. The, my, the most diverse set of fans, I'd have to say, is wrestling fans. Because <laughs> you never know who's going to be a wrestling fan. That's and you're true. looking around that Thunderdome, Eric. Yeah. And that's pretty goddamn true. I don't know what kind of face I'm going to see in row five or row one. Yeah. No, the, no, it's it's true for sure because everybody, everybody hides. They lurk in the shadows, man. They lurk in the shadows until <laughs> one day when they want to bust out a Rob Van Dam or a Seth Rollins t-shirt... And another mark recognizes you in the store. Yeah, seriously. I, I was at... I probably was the last time I ever went inside of a bar. It just, just hit me. This is kind of... I was I was thinking in my head, when's the last time I went to like a bar? And it just hit me that it was... Uh, we were setting up the March Madness... Um, like, like all the courts, you know, that you have to set up in the Civic Center... Oh, uh, what that you have to set up? Oh, uh, the courts and shit? The courts, like the basketball courts. Like, they're just oh, like... Oh, courts, yeah. They're just like... They lay down these courts over concrete, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, we were doing it. Like, our union was... We helped do it every year. And, uh... That night, I went to Kenny's... Looking for your next great hire? CareerBuilder is the fastest-growing job site in the U.S. with over 140 million candidate profiles and growing. Plus, candidates on CareerBuilder have skills for the most in-demand occupations. Let us help you rebuild and rehire a strong, more diverse workforce fast. CareerBuilder, we're building for you. Visit hiring.careerbuilder.com forward slash recruit. Westside Pub right there by the... uh um, Civic Center. Cargo Arena. Right. Westside Pub. Yeah. So that was probably, that was the last time I've been to a bar, which is interesting. That's been forever. But anyway, uh, it somehow came up. I don't know if I was wearing a shirt or how it happened, but the bar, or I said something and then the bartender like knew everything about wrestling. And then this, awesome. and then this dude over on the other, like down a few stools knew everything. <laughs> it's like every time that happens to me that I say something about wrestling, there's always like three people around me that know about it. But they, yeah. but they just never talk. You know what I mean? They really do lurk in the shadows. Yeah. But but this. 
So his point is correct, but this motherfucker right here, no. This is a wrestling fan. This guy's... Oh, I don't know. This With a name like Brookhouse, yeah. <laughs> this, no. and, and I'm judging by the style of writing. I, I can picture this dude's face. Yeah, he's he's fat with a beard and long hair. Of course he is. So that's that. Got a little free bird vibe to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So that's that. What have you been doing today? Not much. Just been working on... Uh, some music on the loop pedal, doing some yoga, and fucking enjoying it. Just enjoying a day off. Nice. You got to yeah. go back tomorrow. Oh yeah. Weekend's over, huh? Weekend's over, baby. Back to the fun. <sighs> so, did you get to watch Raw last night? I have not yet. I I'm running blind, which is could you tell? Yeah. Well, let me see what else happened here. I mean, we gotta, we can't be behind here. It doesn't make any sense. No. Randy Orton strikes back, Jeff. That sounds about right. Okay. So, as we know, Randy Orton uh, has been been disappeared ever since Drew McIntyre whooped his fucking ass. Three three Claymore kicks. What was that? Two Mondays ago. So he's been MIA. Um, there was a match, right? Drew versus Keith Lee. Yeah, they were saying. Um, so on last week's episode of Raw, the um, DMAC was If Orton was available, DMAC was challenging him to an ambulance match at Clash of Champions. And uh, Pierce, who in my books is, you know, Adam Pierce, the. Uh, Lurking security guard. Yeah, acting commish. Yeah, he's gaining heat for me. Yeah, he comes out, just completely interrupts D Mac mid sentence. He's like, "Let me stop you right there because we don't even know if Orton's gonna be available." So here's what I got planned. Yeah, security guards making decisions now. And D-Mac even answers, he's like, who put you in charge? And they just cut in with, uh, like, Keith Lee's music or some shit. Yeah, yeah. They cut him off. Vince hit that music real quick. Like, nope, nope, D-Mac, don't give us a peek behind the curtain there. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. Just, just move yeah. right along. Don't, don't, we, got, we got a hole in the floor. Just put some shit over <clears> it. <throat> yep. Sweep that under the rug. <laughs> but, um... So yeah, we had Lee versus D-Mac, and if Lee won that, he was going to replace Orton at Clash of Champions. Now, was that set to happen last night, too? Yeah, it looks like it, because Drew McIntyre defeated Keith Lee via DQ. Oh, that's a shame. When he was attacked by Randy Orton. Oh, well, that really muddies the waters. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee targets McIntyre's injured jaw throughout the match, delivered a big forearm on McIntyre, uh, started to build some momentum and causing McIntyre to continue guarding the injury. Lee would hit again the same spot later with a clothesline before yelling at McIntyre, this is my chance. Seconds later, McIntyre drills Lee with the claymore, but before he can capitalize, Orton runs in and hits McIntyre with the steel chair. Oh, shit. Uh, A story is as old as time. Yeah. 
plastic, if you will. Yeah. Um, continuing the assault, Orton pressed the chair into McIntyre's jaw following a second chair shot. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Orton turns his attention to Lee and delivers a punt. Orton cuts a promo saying no one should have doubted that he'd be ready for Clash. Uh, he walked to an ambulance. Got a point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. He walked to an ambulance park near the entrance and talked about how many people he'd sent to the hospital. Uh, I, I'd love to hear that promo. And, <laughs> and the feelings he had when McIntyre sent him on his own a ride of his own. Later that show, McIntyre was being seen by trainers when he stormed out to go look for a fight, which would pay off at the end of next section. Okay, so that's... Is this still uh, Brookstone's analysis? Yeah, this is still Brookstone. Brookhouse? Brookhouse, I don't know. <laughs> um, Brent Brookhouse. What a, what a judge. <laughs> uh, he's, 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 uh... Really keeping us afloat during the season two go home show yeah, here. Yeah. At least on Raw's end. Oh yeah, we should mention that. Uh this is uh the go home show to the big season three premiere next week. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know if we did we mention last week that this would be season three? Because we were wrong. Yeah, this is the season two go home show. Yeah. If next we, week is the season three premiere. <laughs> and it will be Glorious. Yeah. Glorious. Where's he's at? Where, where, where's Bobby been? Yeah, they snuck him away. Did he get fired? No. Uh, Authors of Pain got fired. I don't think we mentioned that. Authors of Pain. Yeah, the two big oh, guys. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a second. <laughs> uh, Razor and... Acom or something. Yeah. Oh, that's a damn shame. Yeah, they were cool. I don't know what the fuck happened. I liked them with Seth Rollins. I don't know why they they abandoned that. Yeah, meanwhile, the, um, the tag division is just in tumultuous affair right now, Eric. I, I read a little uh, recap earlier. Correct me if I'm wrong with uh, Brookstone at your side, but... Uh, it said that there was going to be a triple threat to determine a triple threat tag team to determine who who uh, gets to face Street Profits, and in this triple threat, you had one team of Dominic Mysterio and Umberto Carrillo, and you had one team of Murphy and Rollins, and then God, who was the third team? This, wait, this happened last night. According to the one recap I skimmed, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I see it. Uh, Garza, and, Garza and Andrade. Well, it better have been Garza and Andrade, that one. Yep, they did. Good! Then all's well. Yeah, that is, that is man, that is so trash. Yeah. What is going on? They have no tag division anymore. They fired them all. I mean, last week they had the brand-to-brand Invitational, whereas Street Profits versus Cesaro and Shinsuke, and that, that really didn't move the needle for me one fucking bit. <laughs> well, there's... I was like, okay, well, you just started off by falling on your face. Well, think about it. They have such little tag teams that they, they're intermixing the shows, and there's still only, like, four. Where's, uh... 
Jimmy Uso? I understand Jay's in a storyline, but where, where's is Jimmy out for some reason? Uh, I don't know. Good question. What like who who is in an actual tag team right now? Shinsuke and Cesaro, I guess. I mean, they're the champions. I still don't consider it a tag team. That's a faction. It's just a thrown it's, together. It's uh, so yeah, let's not even count them. I don't care if they're the champs. It's not a tag team. Uh, uh, Do you count Garza and Andrade? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so, right? I would count them, but I, I could use a name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we got... Viking Raiders, uh, Lucha House Party, but they got uh, it, they got a couple of issuers in the area. <laughs> they do. Kalisto's being a grouper. Yeah, he is. He's confirmed grouper. Grab yeah. Metalik's just stuck in the middle while mommy and daddy fight. Viking Raiders, Lucha House Party, uh, Street Profits. Uh, we uh, So no Usos right now, no New Day. Is wow. That, is that it? We got four between the two shows. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah, that can't be right. It could be right. Heavy Machinery. Yeah, Heavy Machinery. They're not really getting any love as a tag team, but Heavy Machinery's still there. They're definitely a confirmed tag team, so we got five. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Is this the slimming of the herd from the coronavirus kick? I don't know. It sucks. Like, we're just going to get rid of tag team wrestling and just make it shittier or, like, more focused on factions and stables than actual tag teams? I guess. A lot of, a lot of guys like tag team wrestling, as JR would say. Yeah, in the Boom DDT <laughs> podcast, the season two go-home show, yeah. we still are down with tag team wrestling. Yeah. We, I mean, I guess if the Usos and the New Day were here as normal, we wouldn't be looking too bad, but still. Redemption? I don't know if... No, Redemption's a faction. Yeah, there's no tag team there. They're, they're Redemption shit. They got Slapjack and Mace and T-Bar. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah, they, political correctness. Yeah, they haven't. Vince can't come up with a name for Mia Yim. He's he's been up all night, and every time they're like, Vince, no, we can't do that. God damn it! <laughs> I'll call you back in yeah. five minutes. <laughs> I can't think of anything without yang in it. Mia Mia <laughs> Yim. I wonder if that's her real name. I wonder if that's a Vince name. Um. Oh, it's got a classic indie sound. Yeah, it could yeah, who knows? So uh so the that's good. Um let's see, so they did win. So Angel Garza and Andrade versus Street Profits at, at the Clash. All, all is well okay. in the tag division. <laughs> okay. Um let's see. Looks like we had KO host Shane McMahon on the KO show. See that I don't want. Get your ass back in the underground, Shane. Just leave all together. 
Yeah, that too. Big, pack it up. Pack up the... What do you think he drives? <laughs> he, he probably drives a... Uh, a jag. What? A Jaguar. Yeah, Jack. For sure. He definitely drives a douchebag car. Or a Lamborghini. <laughs> Hell yeah. Get in the I can see him riding in daddy's Lambo. Get in the Lambo and just pack up, you know, pack up a couple suitcases and just go drive. Just keep <laughs> driving. Leave us alone. Did they? Let's see if they had an underground here. I'm sure they did. Uh, they teased uh, Braun Strowman was supposed to take on that, that big dog. I can't remember his name. It looks like... Not, da- not, not the door guy, but the big dog with dreadlocks. Daba Kato? Is that his name? Yeah, it says Braun. Shane's too cocained out to uh, ever mention it. Just like, whoa, that was great. Who's next? Who's next? Yeah. <laughs> it says Braun Strowman defeats Dabo Kato. Dabo Kato. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, neat. Uh, yeah. The Raw Underground is a failure. All, all it had to do, Jeff, was just be a spot for the Hurt Business to kick ass for a couple weeks and it would have been fine. Well, Eric, uh, what do you think about the Hurt Business? Uh, just take it, take care of business last week. Oh, against Redemption? Yeah. I liked it. Retribution. Oh, what is it called? You called it Redemption. I keep calling it Redemption. I It's like the, the spot where you go at Chuck E. Cheese to, like, turn in your tickets for, like, <laughs> slap hands and Chinese fingers. You know what I'm Chinese talking about? Chinese finger traps? Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, slap bracelet. You're, you're not trading them for Chinese men's fingers. <laughs> hey, man. Those guys are wild. But, uh... Yeah, uh... Yeah, those things with slap bracelets and all that shit. Like, that's... I keep saying redemption for some reason. That's what I would do. If I was going against Retribution, I'd be calling them redemption and making fun of them for having cheap slap bracelets and little, uh... You know... Little yo-yos and all that other bullshit. I noticed uh, when they did their run-in during the D-Mac Lee match last week, clearly they just sent out a, a memo, okay, for for this run-in, we want everyone just to wear all black. Black masks, black hoodies, black pants, black shoes. And just like when I used to work security, someone shows up with some Adidas. And you see those white stripes <laughs> gleaming. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, it, it, like, everyone else is wearing shitty black work shoes. Like, yeah. your safety steps. You're black on black. Yeah. And this guy's coming in wearing a guy or girl. I couldn't tell. I was focused on their feet. But uh, they came in just wearing those gleaming white Adidas stripes. Yeah. Just <laughs> sticking out like, hey, retribution, you're supposed to be... Uh, yeah, pull, I, I don't know. Pull, pull it, it together. It, it kind of broke their uh, broke their gimmick just a little a little bit. Yeah, pull pull it together. You guys are supposed to be hardcore. Yeah, be uniform. Don't um, let someone show up with the oh, I forgot to bring black shoes. Well, Jesus, Terry. Now what are we gonna do? I'm gonna go out there looking like fools. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Speaking of uh, looking like a fool. Uh, I just read something that's hilarious. Seth Rollins invites the Mysterio family to join him as he revealed information. Ooh. 
Rollins claims to have a DNA test that proves Ray is not Dominic's father. But then, didn't we already do this with Eddie Guerrero? Dominic's father? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but then, Are you kidding me? We're rehashing 2002 storylines? I don't know. Hold on. Then, but then switched to saying the test proved Aaliyah was not Ray's daughter. He then aired footage of Aaliyah checking on Murphy after Rollins attacked him last week on Raw. Ray told Rollins to leave his daughter out of things because she's just 19 and knows nothing about the world, which caused her to storm off. Uh-oh. Murphy would track Aaliyah down later to apologize. So they have a little love interest? I don't know, but it, like, I thought for sure that this was over, like, God, enough. Like, you can't go any further. Hey, I'm Mike, and this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile, and Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This season, there's zero fees to switch. And right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm Mike, and that's how I rule my holiday with Metro. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. There once was a woman, a host with the most, with plenty of Coca-Cola for a holiday toast. She headed out to share a Coke with friends in town, but outside the door was a gift on the ground. So she reached inside and read the letter. Have a Coke, old friend, because together tastes better. This season, say thank you to family, friends, or neighbors by sharing an ice-cold Coke. Because sharing brings us together, and we know together tastes better. Pick up a Coke at your nearest Dutch's shops and share it today. And then here they go. You mean involving the Mysterio family into the uh, Rollins storyline? I just thought Seth and Dominic were done, but no, they're not done. No. So we'll see. They just had a steel cage match last week, Eddick. I know, but I thought that was the blow-off. I thought that was going to be it. No, but I'm glad that they uh, had a random steel cage match. That made me pop. Yeah, that was cool. They did a, uh, the Superplex was sweet. Yeah. Superplex into Falcon Arrow. Yeah. Superplex. Yeah, but... yeah, that was a dope Superplex. I mean, it wasn't off the top of the cage, but it still looked cool. I don't know if this, uh, well, now it's just got a whole new layer of this onion, but before that, I would say I don't know if this thing ends until Murphy and Rollins are split. Yeah, well, now we got now we got Murphy and Aaliyah hooking up. A nineteen Mysterio. Yeah, a nineteen-year-old who knows nothing about the world. Well, so yeah, I guess we'll have to see where that goes. I don't know. That's that's some water cooler talk. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna blow like. Yeah, that's small potatoes. Like, who, who, who can, what's the end game here, Spence? 
I don't know. I just, I was kind of ready for it to be over. I mean, Leah's not getting into the biz. She's clearly just a classic prop, a yeah. family prop, uh, a Sarah for The Undertaker. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Just something that we, you could dangle like, that's my family, that's my daughter, that's my wife. Yeah. That's his wife, damn it. You can't do, you can't say that about his wife. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on, damn it. That's his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was remembering that uh, South Park episode, the South Park wrestling episode. Because they were saying uh, on Raw about Randy Orton. He damn near broke his jaw. And I was just saying, he broke his jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I haven't seen that one in forever. <laughs> Vince is up in the yeah. in the skybox. They are decent wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great episode. Of, if you've never seen the WWE South Park episode, take it. Take a watch. I, I don't know what the episode's called, but it's 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 worth it. It's worth the watch. Just Google it. It's there. Yeah, you'll be able to find it. Uh, Oscar defeats Peyton Royce as she should. Yeah, she uh, defeated. They they botched that uh, Oscar Mickey James. Oh yeah, that wasn't very good. What the hell happened there? I don't know. Like literally, Mickey James was pinning Oscar. Like Oscar's shoulders were down. She might have had her in a submission, but Oscar's shoulders were down, and all of a sudden. The referee's just like, nope, nope. And ring the bell. Ring the, like. And then Cole's confused. Because Cole's filling in. On commentary. He's just, what the heck? Cole, What's the word, ref? Cole's, and, uh, Cole's on Raw? Yeah. I didn't even notice. And and who else? Wasn't, uh... It was Cole Byron, and then for the first half is Ziggler. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is last week's Raw. And then the second half was MVP on commentary. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so Mickey James had Asuka's shoulders down, and they just called it, and then they just said, oh, Mickey James is unable to compete. It was, it was, it was a god-awful botch. But it looked like it was almost, like, I don't know. Would they say that if she really couldn't compete? I don't think so. So it was, uh, it was planned? A schmoz? I think they went over time because, uh, then Zelina Vega had come out and cut a promo saying she was, she's tired of Andrade and Almas and wants to, wants to take on Asuka. So I think they're just running late and, shit, I don't know if it was planned or if that was just the referee's decision, like, yo, we gotta keep this thing moving. Okay. Yeah, it that... was really odd. You haven't seen a botch that blatant in a while. Like, I, at first, I thought they were doing like a Bret Hart angle where they're gonna unjustly screw Mickey. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But I don't know. They just sweat. They seem to sweep it under the rug, and obviously, they have done so now. If they moved on to have Oscar just uh, job Peyton Royce. Well, she she lost. Uh, Peyton lost via DQ when Selena Vega attacked her. Uh, so Selena's still getting in there. 
How do you feel about that? Um, it's somebody new. She deserves a. I don't know. I'd rather see her versus Asuka than Peyton Royce, I guess. I think they need to get uh, the belts off, the tag belts off Baszler and Nia and free up some more of that Raw women's division. Because if they're going to Zelina Vega, like they, they are reaching down in their bag of gifts. They yeah. went from Mickey James to Peyton Royce and Zelina Vega. Like, Zelina Vega's a good, she'll get some heat. Yeah, she's but a good I, manager. Is she a good? Is she a decent wrestler? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We we will see. Yeah, uh, the, the, there's your water cooler talk. I've uh, I've seen her wrestle before, obviously, but I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, speaking of Nia, she, her and Shayna defeated Lana and Natalia. Hey, a chump change. Yeah, who cares? Lana and Natalia, another thrown together. Like, if they're going to be a team, like, okay. Like, have them win some matches. Though. Yeah, have them win some matches and give them a damn name and some matching ring gear. Let's do some tag teams here, should we? Vince doesn't like tag teams, I don't think. Not lately. Well, I don't want Lana in any sort of tag team. Like, she completely dragged down Natty's reputation. Yeah. If it's Natty and Mickey James in a tag team. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I, I, I would I would uh, they, they could be feared among the tag division yeah that could be good make a statement Eric yeah that could be good um I don't know who what else that might be it here Dolph Ziggler defeats somebody named Arturo Ruiz oh that's a raw underground match I was going to say that's probably raw underground that's the only way you've been seeing Dolph lately. Um, so you can tell he's got a little cocaine kick in yeah. them. It's been Dolph. Who else? Oh, um, what's that meaty? Riddick Moss. Yeah. He's got, he, he digs the cocaine. Yeah, he's very uh, Braun. Clearly, Braun was high last week. Or fiending. When he, when he got in... When he went to go in Raw Underground, because uh, Big Dog at security just stepped up in his way. He's like, "Let me in! I want to crash some skulls!" And then oh the, the big guy oh started hyping up. He's like, "You ready? You yeah. ready? Then get in there, big man!" Yeah. It was it was like a, a football huddle. Yeah, I love it. I was just... It's insane. Straight up power from Mason T Bar. I just watched a video of Mason T-Bar do a, a double suplex. They sound like names from, uh, like, uh... Um, American Gladiators? And, yeah, American Gladiators from the 80s. <laughs> Diamond! Yeah, yeah, Blaze. <laughs> um, I guess that's, I guess that's Raw, man. Yeah. What are you, what are you most excited about on the Raw side? the ambulance match if that happens yeah yeah Yeah, so that's that's something you don't see every day uh according to brent brookhouse uh the only thing he gave good grades to were were the uh randy orton d mac uh segments so 
That's what, what he, a mark. That's what he recommends. <laughs> All he cares about the big names. Yeah. What a mark. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what do we got? We're at about 45 minutes. So, we still got... Uh, Jeff's going to bring you a Chicago Bulls update today. Oh, the presses. Yeah. Should we do that real quick or do do SmackDown real quick? Uh, yeah, let's do the Bulls update. Bulls? Okay. And now, hold on. Where is it? Where's my... I got to wake up the crowd. All right, and now it's time for a very special off-season edition of the 32nd Chicago Bulls Update. Bulls fans! While there's four teams remaining in the NBA bubble playoffs, the Bulls front office is hard at work. Karnishvis and GM Mark Eversley, wait, those are new names. Damn right they are, because Garpax is gone. Keep on your toes, Bulls fans. They did their jobs, and they went out after firing the jack-o'-lantern Boylan. They have filled the vacancy of head coach. Eric, did you hear about this? No, please break the news. The new head coach for the Chicago Bulls is none other than Billy Donovan, former coach, five-year coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder, and uh, 15-year coach of the Florida Gators. Probably coached Joakim Noah back in the day. Probably did. Joakim, a little Joakim dip. This is a good hire, Bulls fans. This is Coach Billy, Billy Boy. He won won co-coach of the year last year. Eric, did you know this? Uh Uh-uh. Him and two. Mike Budenholzer of the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. And he wanted coaching the OKC Thunder because once they traded Westbrook to Houston and got Chris Paul, they figured uh, most people in the NBA figured the OKC Thunder were a crock of farts. But Chris Paul and them boys made their case. I, th- I think they made it to the I don't know if they made it to the postseason, but they definitely made it to the bubble. Which more you can say about the Bulls. Yeah. But they, uh, they had contract disputes. Didn't want to give Billy Don, Donovan the extension. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of teams were looking at him. And the Bulls snagged him. He's got about a 609 win percentage. And he's gone to the playoffs in the Western Conference five years in a row. So that's a good eye. It's an impressive resume. Impressive resume. It's definitely set up from Freddie Hoiberg and Jack Lantern Boylan. Yep. So, round of applause for uh, Arturus Kanishevis and GM Mark Eversley. Good hire. Wake up, audience. Come on. There they are. Excellent. A quick side note. about to watch this Nuggets-Lakers game. This is a must-win for the Nuggets. Oh, yeah. And all five fans in Denver are on their feet. Yeah, it is a must-win because they'll go down 3-0, right? Or 0-3. Yeah. yeah. They're not. They're going to get just completely just completely sautéed tonight, Jeff. They're done. I think the Nuggets are going to win tonight. 
It's the obligatory game three win. Yeah, it would be the it would be the game to win. But they came back from one three deficits both both rounds, right? Yep. So they that's, got, that's, that's their thing. It's what they do. So they got a lot of they they really do have a lot of heart there. There's a lot of heart in them boys. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, I saw on Instagram you're uh, you're in the Lakers boat now, Eric. Yeah, I'm rooting for the Lakers. Fuck it. The Bulls are the Bulls are terrible. Maybe they won't be this year though. You never know. No, no, no. They're not terrible anymore. Yesterday, <laughs> yeah. they were terrible. Yeah. Today, they they are a young, talented team with up upside written all over yeah. them. Yeah. Who knows how high the ceiling is? Who knows? Now that uh, what's his name? Jim Boylan. No, fuck him. What's the new coach's name? Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan. Yes. Now that Billy now that Billy Donovan's there, I mean it's nothing but potential. I uh, commented on the Bulls Instagram post about this. I quoted Billy Madison. Oh, Billy, Billy, Billy. Yeah. We're just gonna find whatever it is that you're looking for. Oh. Here's a nice piece of shit. Dude, that's a great. That's a good one right there. It really is. It really is. Yeah. So, so uh, the so the Chicago Bulls will probably be the best team in the league next year. And Hands then, down. and then uh, the Bears are two and zero with two just terrible, Cut off wins. just two terrible wins. Just two wins that prove absolutely nothing. Not a damn thing. Like just two wins that just show you that oh yeah they still suck. <laughs> they got lucky twice, but they still suck. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Trubisky did his thing that he that he does, where you can't tell if he's good or not. Nope. You just keep saying, "Well, shrug." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he did that. I don't know. Like, if you can go back and forth with him. Um, but yeah, so Chicago sports, we're coming back. The White Ho- the White Sox are in the playoffs, aren't they, Jeff? You're damn right, Southside! Okay. Stand up! So Sorry, get a little hype. We're getting there. Blackhawks were terrible, weren't they? They made it into the bubble and into the playoffs, but then they proceeded to get swept. So, yeah. But that's but not... They didn't deserve to be there. Okay. So, yeah, fuck them. So, we're getting there, okay? And Chicago sports is coming back. It's coming back. Let's give them a round of applause. It's hilarious that we made that argument because presently they're all still terrible. Well, I don't know about the I don't know about the White Sox. The White Sox are legit. They're, they're, they're money, baby. They're legit. Yeah. They're the Chicago's best team right now. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Well, good. Good. Well, go Sox then. Yeah. Fuck the Cubs. <laughs> Fuck the Cubs. <clears throat> Let's get to SmackDown, Eric. Last yeah. week's SmackDown. Yeah. Absolutely. I only want to talk about one thing. Yeah, what's that? And that's Alexa Bliss. Oh man, the, the the juice. What do you think? It's getting juicy. Uh, I like damn it. it. I like Alexa as a face. I, like I don't it. like this little taboo game she's got going on, where if you just say "fiend," it's like Voldemort. Yeah. She goes into a trance and just starts. Yeah. 
you know, wreaking havoc and doing the... Of course, like, it has to be the sister... Like, if she just attacked people when The Fiend was mentioned, that'd be cool. But it's gotta be the sister Abigail, which... I almost... I think she... I like it better on her. I like it better on her, too, but still, I don't like that move. I mean, it is... It requires a little too much kayfabe for me. Yeah. For it's just... Like, get, like, it's not like a sneak attack move like an RKO is. Like, if she was RKOing people... Yeah. Every no. time you mention the Fiend Bliss hits an RKO or a Stone Cold Stunner, a oh. real sneak attack move... A whole other story. Yeah. But it's the Sister Abigail where you gotta get them, bend them over backwards, sit there and pose for the camera, kiss them, and then do your move. Yeah. It'd be like doing a sneak attack people's elbow. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? I can see that, but I gotta disagree. I like it on Alexa. <laughs> now, granted, anything she does is gonna look better than when Bray Wyatt does it, naturally. Yes. You know? <laughs> but I do... I, I like it on her. I think I think she does it way better than The Fiend does it. Like, it just looks cool. It looks cooler when she does it, at least. But yeah, I don't know. The trance thing I like, like, that's, that's just really goofy wrestling shit that I like. I like stupid shit like that. So I, I'm cool with the trance. I like it all, man. I like the hair. I'm I'm big on the uh, Alexa Bliss Alexa Bliss's new character turn. I like it. I don't like how defensive she was to Nikki. Oh yeah, well she's gonna. It's I mean this is kind of like this is a heel turn, right? I know we've debated a heel esque turn, but yeah, we've debated about Bray's heelness. It's very, it's very weird, but I guess it's kind of a heel turn. Bray's healness is more set in stone than Bliss's healness. Yeah. Like, I mean, Bliss was a fa- Bliss was a face up until now. Oh yeah. And yeah, she's still like friendly with Nikki, but then when Nikki confronted her about it, she got all defensive. She's going through the metamorph, the transition. God damn it! She's changing, Jeff. Okay, clearly. Did you not see the the wandering eyes, the gaze, the thousand mile stare as Corey yeah, said? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Damn it! I like rooting for Bliss, you but when s- she becomes a heel, I don't like it. No, you still. It's like it's a, it's a character baby face, as Jr. would say. Ah, it's you still root for him. You still root for the fiend, even though he's a bad guy. I mean, if that's the alliance, but if she's being shaved to Nikki, then that's where I have a problem. Because I'm a, I'm a Nikki mark. Yeah, Nikki is awesome. She's cool. Um. By the way, in that match, uh, Cole pointed this out. Uh, Lacey used hand sanitizer as a weapon, and the ref saw the entire thing and just, oh, shit, yeah, yeah let it slide. Didn't, didn't fucking ring the bell or anything. No. Very odd. Cole got pissed. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, Ref? You gonna ring the bell? Yeah, she sprayed uh, fucking hand sanitizer in, in her eyes. I mean, that would hurt. I would assume yeah, well, that. Would that's hurt. alcohol. I'd assume that would hurt. Yeah. Um. Speaking of heel turns, Jeff, did you see my heel turn on fantasy football? I did. Big big heel turn. Okay, I come back. I. I came off a shitty ass season. 
I, I had a shitty ass opener. I said, you know what? Gloves are off. Okay. Booker T. Bull went Jeffrey's way yeah. in week one. I know no one wants to hear about fantasy, but please do tell them about the heel turn. Yeah, she, he, Jeff beat me fair and square. I don't even remember the score. It, it wasn't an ass whooping, I don't think. It was just like a, what, 10 or 20 point victory? Yeah. A typical fantasy loss. Nothing extreme, but coming off of a terrible year, I just said, you know what? The gloves are off. Mr. Nice Guy is gone. Okay? So I, I go in there and I change my profile picture. <clears throat> and it was originally, my name's the Cafeteria Kings. And it was originally like a bully uh, bullying some punk ass kid for his lunch money. Well, I went in there and I changed it to the, uh, the classic security cam footage from the Columbine shooting of Dylan in the lunchroom, in the cafeteria, as the cafeteria king, holding the Uzi. And that's my heel turn. Big heel turn. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not turning back. A lot of people didn't like it. You know what? I'm coming for you. I'm going to be the champion. Three-time champ. Okay, there's a, there's a legacy. There's a legacy in the, in the cafeteria kings. And I'm letting it slip away these past few years. And I took another devastating blow, Jeff. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Christian McCaffrey is out for four to six weeks, Jeff. Yeah, that's your star pupil. That's my number one pick. And anybody who plays fantasy knows that you get that number one pick in a snake draft. I mean, that's a big, that's a big old gap. You have to hit. That's the problem with number one. You have to hit. You you get one shot, and if you blow it, by the time that comes back around, it's already slim pickings. Well, that's what happens when you take your heel turn. Now you're going to get a lot of heat. Christian McCaffrey doesn't trust you anymore, so he left you hanging, Eric. Yeah. Well, but yeah, that, 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 Jesus, that was it. I saw that last night. I'm like, good God, he went dark. Yeah. <laughs> that was a heel turn. I was, and then, then look at what happened. But I'm keeping him around. I'm not getting rid of McCaffrey. He's, he's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to float and get in those playoffs, and he'll be back strong by then, and then I'll take off. That's my plan. I'm not getting rid of him. Well, everyone's getting in the playoffs this year, baby. So almost, but you, you, it's not like it should be fairly easy to get in the playoffs. But you want the top four, really? Yeah. Like the Timberlands. <laughs> and Eric's wife. I'm sorry. This will be the last of our fantasy coverage. But Eric's wife. Who's uh, campaign got a rookie campaign going? Yeah, just killing it. Uh, uh, yeah, ha- had a big <clears throat> week, sitting pretty on the top of uh, top of the MMFL standings after two weeks after a 157 point victory. Yeah, sitting atop comfortably. So I'd just like to send a shout out to Eric's wife Samantha C and I dogs. Yeah, and I mean just really turned Adam's asshole into hamburger meat. This week. <laughs> Good. I mean, he thought he thought he was. I mean, he had a great game. He had like 130 points, and that wasn't even close. She still beat him by like 30 points. It was unbelievable. Smoked him. Yeah. So, is there anything else from SmackDown, Jeff? Or is that that's the only thing I? I mean, I watched it, but oh, uh, what happened? I, I must have missed. I think I fell asleep. What happened with the big dog? The big diggity dog. <laughs> So they had a uh, Saab Mullen street fight, which 
I mean, you, you tell me what that is besides just uh, <laughs> slightly racist font. Yeah, it's just a couple of Samoan brothers that have a street fight. That's all that is. It is. Uh, Roman and Jay versus Corbin and Sheamus. This time, Roman came out to start, and he said he wanted to prove a point by doing that. Like, he's not uh, just some schlink. And him and Jay dominated. Uh, they had solid teamwork. And they, uh, after Jay pinned uh, either Corbin or Sheamus and got the victory with the splash, splash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they were celebrating in the ring and gave uh, a nice cheerful embrace. I thought there was going to be a turn, but I didn't see a turn. No turn. We still have the cheerful family matter. And they're leaning in that. Earlier in the evening, Heyman was doing a little Samoan wrestling uh, history with the uh, I, I can't remember the name of their family, but basically uh, the family that has all the lineage in WWE of uh, Samoan wrestling. It's like Ioni or something. A. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. not gonna even try. I'm not gonna try to white guy that one. No, nope, I'm not gonna white guy it. Well, yeah. But respect to the Samoans for sure. And uh, did so was this the week before? I think this was this week. So. Yeah, this is this week's. No, but I'm saying, like, they had the, the interaction in the ring where it was all good, but then when Jey Uso turns around, doesn't Roman drop the smile? Yes. So I didn't it, know what to think of that. Oh, he, so so there is... So it's not all... I'm, I'm saying it's not all rhymes and good times, okay? Roman's just leading them on. Well, no, you, you, know it's, you know that's coming, but yeah. face on face, there's no, there's no turn yet. Okay. Everything's all good. This... This is like Sasha and Bailey were last year. Yeah. You can smell it coming, yeah. but it's st- it's still all good in the hood, baby. Okay, so n- we got to talk about that too. That's the other big one going on. So what happened with <laughs> Sasha and Bailey? Absolutely. Uh, Sasha was getting an uh, interview uh, from the Performance Center. Performance Center? I don't know. I remember. I don't know. I mean, that's what that's called, though, right? Yeah, didn't she have the... Or no, where they're at right now? No, the where they were at. Yeah, Performance yeah, Center. Yeah, Performance Center. I'm sorry, I was, I was confusing with... I about called it the Performing Arts Center in my head, and then I got all ass backwards. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sasha was doing a, a satellite interview for the Performance Center in, in a neck brace classic. Yeah. Uh, emotional... Disgusted uh, by the fact that Bailey thinks that she's now useless, and yeah, just she was all uh, hurt and like saying, "I'm not going away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rip that title from you." And then Bailey just pops out of nowhere, hits her in the tight frame, blindsides her, attacks her, puts her in the chair guillotine type of thing before security bum rushes but doesn't do a good job of holding Bailey back they just kind of slightly put a hand on Bailey's chest like whoa yeah come on please please do your job you security fucking box out yeah please don't kill her come on man I don't want to get in trouble with my boss yeah but like if you're gonna have security bum rush these wrestlers they need to box like they need to be secured yeah, it's kind of like the uh, WWE security is kind of like Jerry Springer's security. 
They just kind of get worse. They, they, worse. they get in, they get in the way a little bit, but they still allow some swings and some shots. And Adam Pierce is still yelling at his men and women every week on Raw. He's like, "Who? Why would you want to work for this guy?" Yeah, about now he's, now he's commissioner. Why? Because he's done such a good job of keeping this invasion at bay. Yeah, you talking about when he's complaining to this, his men about uh, resistance keeps showing up. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Resilience. Resume showing up. Yeah. I seriously can't think of their name right now. Hold on. It's not, re- it's not redemption. It's <laughs> retribution. Retribution. Reduce. Reduction. So, do, so... We don't. We're not getting Sasha Bailey at champion. Uh no, we're getting Bailey Nikki Cross. Yeah. Okay. Which I think a huge swerve would be if uh, Sasha interferes, causing Bailey to lose the title to Nikki. I think that would be a win-win all around. Because then you could free up the title for its own storyline, but still have this straight grudge match with. Nothing interfering, but that's probably not going to happen because Sasha already said she's going to take that title from Bailey. Yeah, that, that's, that's just on Jeffrey's whistle. No, that wish. is that's good fantasy booking. I like that. I hope they do that. Yeah, I mean it's a grudge it's a grudge match now. I mean we don't need titles. Yeah, she can get rid of the title. That'd be cool. I mean, do Becky and Charlotte always have a title? Usually, but maybe that's just kind of by default, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the case here, but with with so many up-and-coming women that you're scared to give the reins to, Lacey Evans, uh, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, for some reason put veterans like Natty and Naomi in that category too. You're scared to give the title to any of them. Stop being scared, Vince. Put your hand sanitizer on and t- toss them that title. Yeah. And, I mean, Alexa Bliss can win a title, but now she doesn't need a title because now she's got a cool story going. Yeah, she don't need no title. <clears throat> let that motherfucker burn. Yeah. <laughs> let, it, let it burn. All right. Oh, speaking of titles, Eric. Intercontinental Championship. Did you hear about this from SmackDown? Um, who was it? It was AJ versus Sami Zayn in just a match. Uh, AJ won it, and then Hardy came out and bum-rushed the both of them. Uh, got out some uh, some weaponry from under the ring, and someone just threw a chair in. He, he got out, a, he, he moved a table out, and then picked up a ladder, and some random ghost threw a chair in from the side. So I got, I, I, I popped huge. I, I, I got up out of my chair. I was like, Give me a TLC match. Give me a TLC match. Hardy got on the mic. He's like, we need to settle this once and for all. But not with just a normal match. I'm like, please be a TLC. He's like, we're going to have a triple threat ladder match. Son of a bitch. Yeah. It's just a ladder ladder match will be great between the three of them. But yeah. God damn, they teased a TLC. And I forgot how good a random you know, non-TLC pay-per-view TLC match would be. Yeah. No, not, like an unexpected TLC. That would be all, But, like you said, a ladder match is kind of cool, too. Just original ladder, just an old-school match. That'd be good. 
Yeah, it was, I mean, the the lineup is great for it. Hardy, yeah. Zane, and AJ Styles. Fuck yeah. I got, I got a high bar for that. Yeah, that one better. Is that at The Clash? Yeah, that's, that's at The Clash, baby. And The Clash is after next week. Well, after next SmackDown. Yes. Okay. We'll have one more episode before Clash. Okay. Well, that's good. We got Raw out of the way, so we'll be able to do a prediction show and a SmackDown next show. For our big third uh, third season uh, uh, opener. Season 3 premiere, baby. Season 3 premiere next week. Everybody join us for that. Uh, you got anything else, Jeff? I gotta get going here. Is there anything else important from SmackDown or no? No. That's about it. Okay, so fuck uh, Redemption and all their... Uh, Mace and T-Bone and... And, you know, yeah. Me, M's politically correct pending name. Yeah. Fuck all them. I'm not... I'm not down with uh, Slapjack and, or Mace. Okay? I forgot Slapjack already. <laughs> He's the worst. How are you going to get over when you're Slapjack? It sounds like something Jericho would make fun of you. I know. Jericho hey, comes... What are you doing, you Slapjack? Yeah, he'd definitely call you a Slap. And, that, and congratulations, Slapjack. You played yourself. Yeah, AW's already making fun of you. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Jeff. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't You're understand. Start calling it. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just twenty-five bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price. Period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com.